We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. I am your host for tonight, Justin. Thank you for hanging out with me on Twitter tonight as we all got to join together and watch the Oklahoma City Thunder get absolutely torched by the Brooklyn Nets 147 to 125. Before we dissect this absolute gem of a game, I want to let you know that we are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of Boomtown Hoops. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star rating. It takes you a few seconds. It means the world to us. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore uncontested and Facebook at the uncontested podcast. Woo! Got the fun part out of the way. Let's dive into this game. The Thunder give up 147 points. 147 points in regulation. And the Nets didn't have Kevin Durant. It's kind of mind-boggling. Now, listen, uh, the Thunder defense hasn't been like unbelievable this season but they've been pretty good they've been better than this they've been better than 147 points um credit to the Brooklyn Nets they can shoot the ball I don't think anybody is surprised by that but they put it on display tonight it helps when you shoot the ball 100 times 
which is what the Brooklyn Nets did tonight. They shoot 57 for 100. 100 shots is just kind of mind-boggling. I know we're in the era of fast-paced basketball, but that that's really fast. Um, 100 shots for the Nets compared to 86 for the Thunder, which feels like a big discrepancy until you realize that the Thunder shot 34 free throws, which probably had a lot to do with that because whenever the Nets shot free throws, they just decided to make their shots. Um, there was 10 and ones in tonight's game, which is also absurd. It just seemed like every time somebody got fouled, the ball just decided to go ahead and go in the basket anyway. Um, but the Nets were just putting the ball in the basket no matter where they shot it from. 57%, uh, pretty easy to come up with that percentage when you shoot 100 shots. 42% from behind the arc, which is the same percentage the Thunder shot, uh, but the Thunder goes 16 of 38 from behind the arc, while the Nets go 19 of 45. Just bucket getters up and down the court for Brooklyn. Joe Harris, 20 points. Kyrie Irving, 25 points. James Harden, 25 points. Uh, it just keeps going. Bruce Brown, also 19 points. Uh, <laughs> Luawu Cabarro, our boy, TLC, 13 points. Landry at 11 points. Jeff Green, 11 points. Reggie Perry, 10 points. Bucket getters all over the floor and won Kevin Durant DNP tonight. Uh, which I want to I want to just go ahead and take a Twitter question right off the bat, which is uh, from our, from our boy at Clark Matthews. Would Brooklyn have scored more points tonight if they'd had their leading scorer? I don't think they would have scored less. I'll put it that way. But at some point, I mean, you just you run out of shots to take a hundred shots in a game. I'm not sure they score more because I'm not sure anybody was really feeling any resistance tonight for the Brooklyn Nets. So I think Kevin Durant, you know, probably just takes a chunk of those and makes it look effortless. But everyone was kind of making it look effortless. It was an unbelievable scoring performance, which is going to make the next thing I say sound kind of crazy, which is that the Thunder's offensive performance was almost just as impressive as the Nets, <laughs> which is bizarre to say, but the Thunder still scored 125 points in this game. Uh, it, it pales in comparison when you give up 147, but when you look at the game, I, I found this really interesting. You can kind of pin, pin this on one moment in the game. Oklahoma City trailed by seven with 19 seconds left in the first quarter. It was 34 to 27. Kyrie hits a bucket right at the end of the first, which is the beginning of a 17-0 run by Brooklyn to start the second quarter before Lou Dort finally hit a shot about five minutes into that quarter, at which point Oklahoma City is now down by 24. They go from being down seven, pretty in the game, uh, not totally out of it, a, a bad first quarter surrendering 34 points, not so bad when you consider uh, they gave up 40 and 39 in the next two quarters, respectively. But that's the game. They're down by 24. They lose by 22. They went punch for punch with the Nets for a majority of this game, other than a bad four-and-a-half-minute stretch. That's pretty impressive. This team did a pretty good job putting the ball in the basket. And honestly, it, I think it has a lot to do with both of these teams tonight just played atrocious defense. We saw that the first time the Thunder played the Nets up in Brooklyn. The defense, wow. 
unbelievably bad in that one. Uh, unbelievably bad again here tonight. The only area I think of improvement for Brooklyn is points in the bank. Points in the paint. We talked a lot about this after that first Nets game. Oklahoma City scored 66 points in the paint against the Nets when they only average 46 on the season. Tonight, they only had 38. So that's a big improvement for the Nets, taking Oklahoma City down from 66 to 38. That that first performance, I mean, Oklahoma City was getting whatever they wanted inside. Tonight, the Nets returned the favor by scoring 70 points in the paint. So lots of paint scoring to go around, lots of scoring in general to go around. The other area where Oklahoma City really got shellacked was on the rebounds. Nets rebound the Thunder 50-36. to A lot of second chance points tonight for the Net. DeAndre Jordan cleaning up the glass, putting in some buckets. He had 10 points tonight. Who didn't have 10 points for the Nets, honestly? Uh, overall, though, lots of scoring by everyone. Um... Not surprising, given who this team is. I think what is surprising is that final output number, 147 points off 100 shots, 57% from the field. If you're the Thunder, I don't care who you're playing or who you're not playing. You've got to play better defense than that. That that just really shouldn't happen for, for any team at a professional level. Uh, it is a It is a one-of-a-kind performance that I hope we don't see repeated this season. Uh, I would not imagine you will see too many nights like tonight for the Thunder. They are good enough to fight, and we've seen it over and over. And and really, like I mentioned, outside of that one stretch to start the second quarter, they were good enough to fight tonight. They went blow for blow with the Nets, whose defense is also terrible, but it wasn't enough to overcome some of those other things. However, let's talk about the Thunder, because we've spent a while talking about the Nets' firepower but the Thunder had some firepower tonight. Most notably, our guy, the French sensation, Tony Parker's protege, Teo, Teo Maladon sets a new career high 24 points off six of six from three, which per Thunder PR is a Thunder rookie record. Six of six ties. Terrence Ferguson in his rookie season from behind the three. Uh, so there's a fun fact for you. Hopefully Teo's career pans out a little nicer than our boy Ferg. But Teo was in fuego. I know that's Spanish and he's French. It doesn't really work, but just go with me here. Teo was unbelievable, uh, hitting everything tonight. Almost literally, he was 8 of 9 from the floor in addition to the 6 of 6 behind the arc and 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Teo's been starting past couple of games. 33 minutes tonight. That is tied for a team high with Lou Dort and Darius Baisley. Teo, I like what I see, buddy. It's been good stuff out of Teo in his starting experiences, uh, you know, playing for George Hill, who has been out. I like it. I hope it continues. And honestly, this is this is my struggle with some of the older guys on the roster like George Hill and Al Horford. They're good players. They deserve to start. I want to see Teo continue to get minutes like this. I want him to continue to have these opportunities because that's what this time period should be for. I know we've got to play those older guys. Uh, we, we've got to watch them. Uh, the Thunder have to continue to up their value 
so that they can hopefully trade them for an asset. You know, it would be a bad reputation to just leave those guys rotting on the bench. But I'm ready. I'm ready for the Teo experience. I've I've been getting it in recent games. I got a lot of it tonight. I hope it continues. We had another Twitter question about that tonight from at Mr. Westketball. Can Maladon keep the starting role going forward? Man, I don't know if he can keep it because I, I think that when George Hill is here, he's going to get it. He's going to have that role, which makes me want him to be traded sooner rather than later. I'm, I'm ready for Horford and Hill to move on. I'm ready to see what Oklahoma City can get out of them. I think uh, there's a fine dance here of waiting for the right offer for Horford and Hill and then mm, winning too many games because you have Horford and Hill. <laughs> the, and the Thunder have to find that right balance. And I trust Sam Presti to figure that out a lot more than I would trust myself to figure that out. But at some point, there's a crux where whatever return you're going to get for Horford and Hill that you may not be being offered right now is going to be negated if your own draft pick for this upcoming season is too low because your success was too high. And you're not going to tell Horford and Hill to go out and, and be terrible. They're, they're not going to go lose on purpose. That's not how this works. But the Thunder roster needs to be at a place where they're putting themselves in the best position for the future. And I think that that is going to necessitate a Horford and Hill trade at some point because not only is that going to put our perspective on the Thunder win-loss record in, in a better place. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But it's also going to give guys like Maladon, uh, like Pokushevsky, like Roby. Those guys are going to get the opportunity to continue to get more minutes to develop. And that's what you want. That's what this time period is for with the Thunder is for development. It's for getting those young guys burn and allowing them to experience those situations. Um, getting to experience the close games, the clutch time situations that if Horford and Hill are always the ones out on the floor in crunch time, then they're not getting that experience. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. 
Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Next, I want to talk about one, Darius Baisley. Bays, our paid internship. If you didn't pick up some of his hot and fresh New Balance merch that dropped today, go check it out. New Balance paid internship shirts, as well as the Gap Year shoes that sold out in like five seconds. So you probably missed those, but you can go grab a shirt and go check out his documentary Gap Year. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. Our boy Nick wrote a nice write-up about it for, for for Forbes. It's hard to say. For Forbes. Got to interview Bayes. It was awesome. Bayes tonight, I liked what we got out of Bayes. 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. A solid, well-rounded game from Darius Baisley, who honestly, I feel like he's been struggling a little bit lately. Um, I don't think that's going out on a limb. 5 of 9 shooting tonight was reassuring. I think his shot has looked a little iffy at times. Uh, it's nice to see him, you know, above the 50% threshold like he was tonight. I think I want to continue to see his shot to develop. I want to continue to see his confidence to rise. But overall, a solid game from the intern. Next, our own all-star blooming stud in the making. That was a really weird thing to say. SGA, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander. 24 points tonight, 10 of 13 at the free throw line. He felt like he was falling to the floor every time you looked up. Four rebounds, five assists. Great game from Shea. I think every game you get a moment from Shea that just makes your jaw drop and makes you go like, what? How did he even do that? Tonight there was a moment where he just kind of like slithered in between three or four guys and – Managed to to get a nice scoop at the bucket, and I just I don't understand how he finds these little windows, these little lanes, and is able to squeeze through there without losing the ball, which is what would happen if a normal person tried this. He's just crafty. Uh, the broadcast was talking a little bit about you know Steve Nash's comments on SGA, really highly praising him. Uh, he's only a third year player, but he plays like a star. And I think we're, we're seeing that star rising in front of our eyes. Also, Steve Nash probably has a little bit of that Canadian bias, uh, but we'll let that slide. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to point guard play. And Shea had another fantastic outing for the Thunder tonight. Go retweet every, every tweet you see that has Shea Gilgis Alexander and hashtag NBA All-Star. Get that boy to the All-Star game. Uh, he absolutely deserves it. Uh, our our fella from up north uh, has been having a pretty fantastic season, and that's what I'm excited to see more of. I'm excited to continue to see Shea develop and have more nights like tonight. Next, we have to talk about Hami because Hami was a bit of an enigma tonight. I think Hami had a terrible game. I think he played really poorly, one of his worst. He had 18 points tonight. 
He's the third highest scorer on the Thunder. And that's a little bit hard if you're just looking at stats. You probably don't walk away with that impression. And maybe I'm off base here. Maybe some of you don't agree with me, and that's okay too. Diallo seemed like he was all over the place. His defense was poor. His offense was erratic. Um, He had two turnovers tonight, which, I don't know, felt like a lot more watching the game. I didn't think he played a nice game. Half of those 18 points came at the line. So 9 of 9 from the free throw line. You can't knock that, especially because Hami's not a great free throw shooter. So he did good by making all 9 of his free throws and getting to the line that many times. But overall, not a great game from Hami. I think we need to continue to see Hami grow in just making smart plays. He's a spark plug. He's energetic. He can always he always goes uh, 100%. We just need to make sure he's going 100% in the right direction at all times. I think sometimes his energy um, is, a, is turned up a little too high, and he's not always thinking about what the right basketball play in the moment is. And that can lead to some sloppy turnovers. It can lead to some bad, some bad passes, some bad shot attempts. It can lead to, you know, overplaying on defense, things like that. And, and I think we saw quite a bit of that on display tonight. Um, you know, it it felt like a rough game, but like I said, third leading score. So maybe you can't knock him that much. But I think what he was doing on the court, if you look beyond the stats, I think that he left a lot to be desired tonight. Last but not least, our boy Lou. We've got to talk about Dort. I, and many others, fully expected to see Lou Dort put the absolute clamps back on James Harden like we have seen over and over and over and over and over lately. That did not happen. Uh, Lou Dort did not lock up James Harden. He didn't even guard James Harden for most of the game. I'm not entirely sure what the strategy was behind that, I thought maybe, you know, starting him off of Harden and then and saving the energy for the second half, I don't know. Maybe things went off the rails when the Thunder were down by 20 and they just kind of abandoned that game plan. Dort definitely guarded Harden more in the second half, but it wasn't the lockdown Lou like we're used to seeing. 9 of 14 from the floor for James Harden, 3 of 6 from 3, 25 points. Uh, a pretty good game for James Harden. Lou Dort didn't make as much of an impact on this game. And on the offensive end, um, even less so. One of nine from three for Lou. Uh, One of nine. This was the overconfident chucker performance like we saw a couple times in the bubble. This was not the reliable knockdown three-point shooter like we've kind of become accustomed to this season. Time will tell if this is the beginning of a slump or an anomaly. I tend to think it's an anomaly at this point. He's looked so consistent. His mechanics are good. Uh, I think overall he looks like he's made an improvement in most of his um, you know, shooting form and shooting ability over this last offseason. It seemed to be the real deal so far this season. Uh, 17 games, good. One game, bad so far. I think we'll see how that continues moving forward, but something to watch. 2 of 14 overall to go with that 1 of 9, 10 points for Lou. Uh, not his best night, not the lockdown performance we hoped to see from Lou Dort tonight against James Harden, but that is okay. Before we get out of here, I have to answer your questions. You guys are amazing. We always ask for questions on Twitter following a game. So if you don't already, go follow us on Twitter and get your questions ready. 
because they might get answered on the podcast. First, I want to answer the question from at El Chulo Loco, who asks, what are your thoughts on our interior defense and what the team needs to do in order to address that? Well, the interior defense was abysmal, uh, Chulo. (laughs) 70 points in the paint is abysmal. It's terrible. It's awful. Unfortunately, I don't know what the Thunder do to fix that right now. Horford is not a lockdown paint protector. Roby is not a lockdown paint protector. Mike Muscala is not a lockdown paint protector. Honestly, the best paint protector at this point, which sounds insane to say, might be Poku. He... (laughs) I can't believe I just said that out loud. He He's averaging like one and a half blocks a game, which is about what Noel averaged last season. Um, his defense let me is a trip at times. Don't, don't get me wrong here. But I think that's the issue, is that it's not consistent. His tools, though, I think he has the frame, the build, the ability, the reach, the wingspan, all of that to be a great interior defender. He is not that right now. And I don't know that there is anyone on this Thunder roster to be that. I think you can try to develop that. I think the Thunder will try to develop that with Pokushevsky and others. But I think with this current roster, I don't know that there's much they can do from a personnel standpoint to lock up the paint defense. They need to help more. Most likely when guys are cutting to the lane, we need somebody to shift over and to help on on whoever's cutting to the basket versus, you know, just kind of leaving it up to whoever happens to be in the lane. I I think that communication and help is probably their best bet, but I don't know that this team has the tools to be a great interior defending team. Next, we have a question from at Go Get Wins. Is Lou or Poku the tank commander for tonight? Uh, I talked about Lou, so let's talk about Poku. Two points, one of six shooting, 0 of three from three. Uh, it's about par for the course for Poku lately. His shot is not good. He's he's trying, God bless his heart, and that's all we can ask for him. He is uh, <laughs> he's a project in every sense of the word, and I think we're seeing the, the joys of that uh, and, and the lows of that with Poku. The Poku experience is in full swing every game, However, my tank commander tonight is Lou Dort. The one of nine from three is just not going to cut it from Lou. I think I think he has shown the potential to be that three and D type of guy. We got to see it consistently. Oklahoma City has to be able to expect that out of Lou Dort. I think that can be just an incredible fit for this team moving forward, an incredible piece, a three and D player that the Thunder have honestly tried to have for a decade plus like they've never had that piece when their teams were really good. Lou Dort has the potential to be that piece on Thunder 2.0. Whenever that roster is back in championship contention, Lou Dort can be that guy, but to be that guy, he's got to be better than he was tonight. Next, I want to get a question from at Cameron Nia who asks, Thoughts on pursuing a trade for Beal? Well, this is an interesting idea, uh, one that I feel like I've seen floated a number of times 
Brad Beal has been on the Thunder Twitter trade want list for <laughs> ever. <laughs> Basically, feels like there's always been talk of Brad Beal on the Thunder. The Thunder have the assets that they could go get him. I mean, there, there's probably not many players in the NBA that the Thunder wouldn't have a swing at. I don't think the Thunder trade for Brad Beal. I think that Brad Beal, he's an incredible player. He's clearly unhappy. He's dropping 40 points for Washington while they lose night after night after night after night. He's an incredible scorer. I would be surprised to, th- to see the Thunder go after him and mortgage those future assets for a shot at Brad Beal because I don't think the rest of the roster is there right now. And I think that's the biggest reason why. If the Thunder had a roster that was a Brad Beal away from lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy, then you go for it. But I don't think they are. They are probably a Brad Beal away from being a dangerous playoff team, from maybe getting into the second round, maybe pushing for a conference finals. I don't think a Brad Beal, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Lou Dort team is hoisting the trophy this year. Just looking at the other teams around the league, I don't think they're doing it next year. I think that the Thunder need more, and they're going to need multiple bites at the apple, multiple lottery picks in order to build a roster that has a chance of competing for a championship trophy, which is the goal. You may not enjoy watching this team lose. I don't know that anyone does. I don't think I enjoyed watching the Thunder lose by 22 points tonight, but tonight's not the goal. The long-term goal is to be a championship team. You don't want to just focus on the now because that's what the bad franchises in the NBA have done. That's why the Kings have been in the lottery the same same pick year after year after year after year after year. They can't ever get out because they're so focused on the now. They're not looking at the bigger picture. That's why I think the Atlanta Hawks made a huge mistake of going all in on this season. They're going to be okay. They're not a championship team. They needed to be patient. That's a reason why the Sixers had trust the process throughout what they went through because it's a process. And at times, you're going to want to abandon it. You're going to want to shoot for something that's quick, something that's easy. You're going to want to shoot for the flashy Brad Beal trade, but that's not going to get it done. If the goal is to win a championship, that's not going get it, to get it done. Like Presti said, it's time to reposition and replenish, and that takes a while. It's going to be a slower burn. But the good news is the Thunder have a treasure trove of assets in order to make that happen and to accelerate it. It's not going to be a Philly 76ers type process. It's not going to take that long. It shouldn't be that difficult or that painful. It can be an abbreviated version, maybe, hopefully, a little closer to like what the Boston Celtics went through. That's the situation the Thunder find themselves in. And sometimes that can lead to nights like tonight where you lose to the Brooklyn Nets by 22 points and give up 147 points. But the good news is, it's okay. We're not playing for this year. The Thunder are not playing for this year. And there's brighter days ahead. In the meantime, we get to watch a lot of really fun young players, like Teo Maladon, like SGA, like Lou Dort, like Darius Faisley, like the Alexei Pokushevsky experience, which I am here for each and every night. And we, as a podcast, are here for you after every single game. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss a beat. 
We do post-game podcasts just like this one after every single Thunder game, win, lose, or sometimes postponed. We'll be here. We do a live stream Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Central on Twitter and uh, YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you check that out. We have a lot of fun. That gets recorded, packaged, uploaded as a podcast in your feeds Monday morning for your listening pleasure. That'll do it for tonight. I am your host, Justin. Follow me on Twitter at OKC Tracker, especially if you want the latest Thunder gear and uniform news. I am your guy. And join us for the live stream Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Be there. It's a blast. Until next time, Thunder up. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com